everyone. Welcome to or welcome back to the second episode of my podcast, Heard. If you're new here, you're in for a special treat. And also be sure to check out the first episode, which kind of gives you more of an introduction to the podcast, who I am, what the podcast is about, and more so what to expect on the podcast. Also, I wanted to thank everyone who did listen to the first episode and reach out to me about the podcast and let me know that they were going to tune in for the support. It means a lot to me that there are people actually interested in listening to what I say and hearing me talk, even though they may deal with me on a day-to-day basis or hear from me every so often. I just think it's pretty cool that, you know, you guys are willing to tolerate me on a digital level, even though uh, we know each other personally. I also want to encourage everyone to tune in on Anchor, Spotify, and now Google Podcasts and subscribe and turn on those notifications because I am keeping myself on a weekly schedule and I'm going to be posting this every Friday. So I definitely want you guys to be up to date and tuning in and streaming, you know, on your preferred platform. And go ahead and give us that follow on Instagram and Twitter at heard the podcast you know um that'll be the first way you get your news about what's going on and what we're doing what i'm doing so it's just to keep you guys in the loop if you're interested and spread the word tell your friends you know maybe you know someone who could benefit from this podcast and you know they can listen in and opinionate and reach out to me with any questions or comments or concerns they may have so to not hold you guys any longer and bore you guys and keep promoting myself let's get started into uh this week's episode which is being versus feeling heard now a lot of people may think that this is essentially the same thing and yes you are partially correct uh they do go hand in hand however When you're being heard, you can tell someone's like listening, but they may not have much to say or much to opinionate on based on what you're saying versus feeling means that this person is really interested in what you're saying. They're there to provide advice, feedback, anything you may need in regards to what you're talking about. They're there 100%. And that's really important when it comes to communication because not everyone feels heard. Uh, I know, for example, there are situations where I don't feel heard in my day-to-day life and that's okay because sometimes you just have to push it aside and keep it going. But then there are times where it's like, hey, that's not cool. I really thought what I had to say could contribute or matters in a certain way. So I just, I just need someone to hear me out. And it also creates a safe space and an intimate moment for whoever you're sharing your thoughts and ideas with. So Definitely you want to feel heard versus just be heard. Um, Some examples of this, uh, let's put a hypothetical situation into practice. Say I am talking to my best friend in the entire world and I'm going on and on and on about how upset I am about a situation and you know, she's there, she's listening, um, she's looking at me, making eye contact, saying, "Mm mm-hmm, nodding her head, whatnot, 
then when I'm finished and I ask her, so what do you think? Like, what would you do? And she has nothing to say. I was just heard, like flat out. She heard me. She was listening. She may have zoned out a couple times and that's the end of it. Versus feeling heard and I ask her, hey, what do you think? And she tells me, oh, I think that, you know, maybe you and this person shouldn't be friends or shouldn't be in a relationship because xyz and that's feeling heard because she was actually listening and she's there to give advice and then you can kind of piggyback off of what she says and ask questions and that forms an actual conversation uh versus just it being more one-sided uh which tends to happen a lot more (laughs) for me than a lot of people would think there are ways to improve feeling heard versus being heard Um, an example, I'll give another example of this. Essentially, if you are talking to someone that you are close with and have, or have an intimate relationship with, um, making eye contact is definitely a sign that someone is listening. Now, if they're multitasking and doing a lot of different things, you're probably, you probably don't have a hundred percent of their attention And they're not going to be of much help when it comes to seeking the advice or whatever it is you need in regards to your to your topic of conversation. I cannot tell you guys how many times I've had someone be staring dead at me and then I'll be like, "Okay, so what would you do or what would you think? And they were like, I'm sorry, what did you say? Or they don't have anything to say. Eye contact sometimes could be a dead giveaway that they are listening, but they may just not be mentally checked in. With this whole eye contact thing, though, I do feel that it does happen between more guys and girls versus girl to girls because, you know, with your girlfriends, even though they're not looking at you, like they typically tend to give more advice and same things for guys to guys. Like I feel like they genuinely give each other advice and are always listening. But when it comes to the opposite gender, it's just like, there, there's a little bit of a disconnect there. I don't really know what that stems from or where it comes from, but it's there and it happens whether the relationship is intimate or just strictly platonic. Another way to kind of help improve is to ask questions along the way to make sure that you're comprehending what's being said. So if someone says something or is telling a really confusing story out of order, you definitely want to go back and be like, okay, so what really happened first? And make sure that you have it straight. That way, when you go to uh, contribute to the conversation, you have all your ducks in a row to be able to be as helpful and um, as, I guess you can say, communicative as possible. The last one for improvement to kind of keep things short and sweet is to make sure there are no distractions around you know when you have a conversation with somebody um sometimes you can't help the environment that you're in but you want to make sure that there's no one else around that's gonna deter from that or take away or add into the conversation because if it's really a conversation to be meant between two people you definitely want to keep it intimate and keep it um in a safe space so that no one feels uncomfortable or out of place or feel like what they're saying is um, not being heard or unjust and things of that nature. So you definitely want to keep the distractions to a minimum, put the phones away, all of that. I know it seems really simple and really basic and a lot of people say that, but 
it it really does mean a lot to someone when you have their full undivided attention. Um, I know personally for me, I can't have many conversations when I'm winding down for the night before bed, only because I may fall asleep a lot sooner than expected, even though I may tell someone I'm not tired. So I definitely try to like do it when I'm most awake or, you know, being a little less productive throughout the day. Being versus feeling heard, um, like I said, plays a really big role in my life. It's very, very prominent, especially at work. Um, I am, I guess you could say, one of the more seasoned people on our staff. So sometimes what I say matters. Sometimes it gets disregarded or isn't fully taken into consideration. But again, I'm not in a manager position, so I can't, I don't really have a big say on much. I can contribute and relay and kind of set a fire under some people that have more power than I do but um I don't really have like a true true genuine voice if that makes sense typically what I like to do is just kind of take a moment and think about what I really want to say and how I want to put things and convey the message I'm trying to get across only because you don't want to offend somebody or uh, have your things be taken out of context. I know that happens a lot, especially during text, but we will save that for another episode. Um, so you definitely, you want to be heard and you want to communicate well because anything that gets misconstrued um, usually does not end well for you or maybe even the person that you're supposed to be relaying the message to or trying to relay your message to. And so I usually just kind of take a step back and convene with myself and take a minute to process everything that I've heard and I know. If I need any more intel or information on something, I usually will ask around uh, just to kind of gather my thoughts and ideas and make sure I have my ducks in a row and I'm able to come correctly uh, to the situation so I'm not misinformed. Now, there have been times that I have jumped the gun and... Let me tell you something. I usually don't do that. I usually wait for everyone to say what they need to say before I'm quick to put my opinions out there. Uh, But the times that I have jumped the gun, I can tell you right now, people will literally like look at me and be like, okay, first of all, that was very out of character for you. Second, calm down because, you know, things may not end well. And usually people stop me. they feel comfortable enough to tell me like, hey, like, just a little, just a little ridiculous, you know, things like that. Um, Personally, to make things better, I just minding the business that pays me, honestly, um, it takes a lot of energy to really put yourself out there and hear people out. So I really just save it for the people that are closest in my circle, not saying that I completely disregard and disrespect everyone else. But for the people close to my circle, you know, I will, you know, do whatever I can in my power um, to get what they need for them or make sure that they are taken care of. Uh, My personality is very much people pleaser. So I do everything for anybody else before making sure I'm okay, which I know is terrible. But, you know, there's only so much you can do with all everybody that's in the closest circle. Um, 
but yeah, to make things better and not stray too far away from the conversation, uh, I'm really just giving my time and energy to the things I feel need it most or I can prioritize or things I feel like or people per se that I feel prioritize me. I feel like COVID has taught me that I don't need to be a social butterfly all the time like I was back in the day and definitely the norm has changed. My social battery does run out a lot quicker especially with the clientele at work. Um, They are draining people to keep things simple and non-offensive. They just come in and I guess their goal for the day is to see how much you can wear people out. <laughs> Which I guess you could say they're pretty successful at a good percentage of the time. Only because when it's almost closing time, you're just like, man, I'm ready to go home. And you see nothing but the time that we close. So you're ready to clock out. I can say essentially that minding the business that pays me and just focusing my energy and conversations and things like that into the things that I want has been pretty successful. Um, I don't really let other irrelevant things kind of sidetrack me or unknown people's problems become my problems or get consumed in a lot of drama. Not that there is much drama in my life at the moment or at work, But I mean, life is so much better without it. Like I can think back to high school when it was a lot of like he said, she said and who's dating who and, you know, drama was the center of the world. That was pretty exhausting because even if you just heard about it, your name would end up in a story that you had nothing to do with. And then you had people hating you for no reason, even though all you did was hear somebody out and things like that. And words were getting twisted but I guess it's just kind of what happens when you see the same people every day and that's the people that you're spending a majority of your time with and things of that nature but when you're in college and it's like somebody different every day and it's a different social circle you still keep some of your old friendships but um, it's mostly new people that you're meeting and things like that it's you don't really have time for that and a lot of that just really just really um, dissipates which is in turn a good thing because then you can really give your time, energy, and your focus to the things that matter and prioritizing like getting your degree or a job, you know. So it's good that, you know, you go through phases in your life where it's more so doing a lot of unnecessary listening and advice giving. Granted, that person still may feel heard, but you're not really listening you're just caught up in the moment of things and just trying to be a friend quote unquote um I feel that you know with this whole being versus feeling heard thing it it takes practice it's it's something that not everyone's good at And it takes a lot of time to really get to a place where you feel like, hey, every time I say something, people are going to listen and they're going to give me advice if I need it or they're just going to be that lending ear and things like that and make sure that my needs are met and taken care of versus people that are just there to kind of maybe spread your business because a lot of what... um, 
being heard comes from is is gossip so a lot of people just want to hear what's happening so they can relay that message to somebody else it's like a, a game of telephone if you guys remember that from back in the day but yeah I mean as you get older it, it becomes really important and it's something you prioritize and something that you want to get better at especially if you plan on getting married and starting a family along with patience you have to have the patience to you know hear everyone else and settle disputes between your kids or you know your spouse and things of that nature because once you throw other people into your life into your mix and you start sharing a space with essentially complete strangers like you definitely want to have a sense of security that you can hear people out and that you feel heard because knowing that someone is genuinely listening to the things you have to say just makes you feel good overall which I think at this point kind of creates a little segue into my story time for today so at my job you know from the last episode and earlier this episode I've let you guys know that I've been there for two years been with the company for two years and at this specific location that I work out within our franchise I've been for one year so at my last location I was pushing to you know progress and make more money and become a server and I came really close I was I guess you could say a position away from becoming a server and then you know I got the news that I had to move and transfer locations and whatnot and well I had to start back from zero which I guess you could say kind of disappointed me a little bit because I was working so hard to get where I wanted to be and then to start from zero you know that'll discourage anyone from pretty much doing anything so you know I start from zero and I communicate to them hey you know I've worked the other positions before and by them I mean management when I first got here at this location Um, I communicated it to them, hey, I've worked the other positions before. I'm definitely interested in working my way back up because I was so close to getting to where I wanted to be. So, you know, if you can do anything for me in those regards, I'd greatly appreciate it. Um, Just like that, no disrespect, just communicated what I wanted to see happen for myself within the next couple of months. Uh, unfortunately you know I was having surgery later in the year and they were a little hesitant to put me out there and then have to lose me and for me being out for quite some time due to recovery but the first message it was definitely not received nothing was made happen you know it was a bunch of yeah yeah I will make that happen for you and nothing happened um I did push for it a little strongly at first and you know oh yeah we'll make it happen um, it got to a point where surgery was coming up and I was like, let me just put that on the back burner. Um, <coughs> excuse me. I'll keep hosting and, you know, go out for surgery. And maybe when I come back and, and back to my normal self, I will, you know, be able to push for it again. So I go out for surgery. I'm out for my time and things of that nature. And I come back. And I essentially had the conversation again. Uh, Wasn't received that time either. 
so I was like, you know what? Maybe it's just not written in the stars for me at the moment. Maybe they're truly waiting till I get to 100%. Meanwhile, this whole time they were hiring from the outside and progressing other people that had been there for much less time than I had. So it was really hard to sit back and be overlooked. And it's just like, I'm putting in all this effort. I've proven myself. I feel like I definitely have the strength and knowledge to contribute and be a great asset to that team. But it's like, if people aren't realizing your worth, what can you do? I kind of like to think of it as, you know, that relationship with that one person that you keep going back to, um, whether it be an old ex or a current um, toxic boyfriend. But it's like the constant battle and things like that. And you, you keep going back even though it's not in the stars for you and it keeps presenting red flags. And, well, you know... To sit back and watch all these people get something handed to them, essentially, that I was working so hard towards and trying to make happen for myself, it it sucked. Like, I can't tell you. And to this day, like, I'm still not a server and they've still hired from the outside and promoted from within. And they're so focused on having me do things the quote unquote right way. But it's like anyone you bring in, as a server, whether they have experience or not, is supposed to start off at a certain spot and be fast-tracked to a server, not just automatically jump into the position. So my big thing with that is if you wanted to do things the right way, you needed to start with them. It can't just be, oh, because it's you. Like, I've been with the company for two years. I know the ins and outs. I know how things are supposed to look, how they're supposed to work. I taking care of situations that are really supposed to be a manager's job and I that's still not enough proof and evidence that I'm ready to be out on the floor and they just keep trying to find ways to not essentially have me there um but yes uh after I got back from surgery I pushed for it didn't happen had the conversation again and then they were like oh uh we we're just not sure like we're we're just trying to get people in okay cool totally understand I went on vacation for six weeks because I was like you know if it's not going to happen for me now and they're I'm not in any training uh I don't see why I need to be here for the summer and I wanted to go see my family in Colombia because I hadn't seen them due to the pandemic and things like that and I just wanted to go and have a good time kind of clear my head and take a step away from the job and things like that uh granted both times I've been out for extended periods of time I have told that I'm coming back and I have kept true to my word so if someone not being full of empty promises is not enough proof let me know let me know because that is not me I like to honor my commitments and hold myself accountable to what I say and follow up so uh to not keep rambling I got back from vacation and they approached me and they're like, hey, we know you were interested in moving up and things like that. I'm like, finally, you know, this is my big break. Uh, They moved me up to the next highest position that I've already worked. Uh, There was a banquet that they wanted me to work. And I was like, you know what? Okay, I'll do it. I'll make some money. It's not a big deal. Uh, Worked the banquet. Uh, It was fun. It was I made decent money. It wasn't like great money. Granted, one of the banquets did have to cancel but 
I told them afterwards, I was like, I don't think I want to be in this position full time, like have a full service assistant schedule. I would rather just work banquets because it's guaranteed money and, you know, they're required to tip out. So if you guys need a designated service assistant or anyone to take care of a banquet, let me know in advance and I'll be here. Uh, they were like, okay, that that's cool. Uh, working a full-time service assistant, I did it at another restaurant back when I had two jobs not too long ago. It's hard, especially when it's you by yourself and you have a whole dining room and a lot of other areas that require your attention. So for me to do that and essentially come in and give it all my effort and, you know, prove myself in that position so they can continue to move me up. It's like the other people that they already have in that position don't do as much. So I don't understand why we're all benefiting from so much pay if I'm doing a lot of the work and essentially kind of carrying them on my back. But to each their own, I'm not going to sit here and, you know, antagonize their decisions and bash essentially my coworkers. I just, it. there's a lot of secrecy and behind the scenes stuff that I feel like isn't discussed and they're trying to make up for it by making it seem like it's better than what I know truly goes on behind the scenes and it's like I'm not I'm not dumb I, I've been here I've seen it I've talked to people so I don't really understand the dream that you're trying to sell me here but after I worked those banquets and I made that decision guys they haven't even contacted me for another banquet so you know I've just been requesting off and um, taking like small vacations and visiting my friends and making the most of the time that I have, especially since I bought a new car a few months back. Like, I've just been, you know, traveling to South Carolina to see the people that I know from there. And, you know, spending time with the people that are still closest to my circle. Because if you don't really need me and I'm doing the same thing every day at work, essentially, I'm going to get bored. I don't really see a reason for me to be there. So, after that, I was like, you know what? I don't think being a server is written in the stars for me I'm just gonna keep hosting and make the most of it if another opportunity presents itself you know I'll be quick and the first to jump on it uh so I just kind of stopped pushing the whole thing and was at peace with that went out to lunch with my manager one day and he was like I really want to see you on the floor I really want to make this happen for you serving conversation came back up I was like, all right, let's do it. Why not? You don't really know what could have happened and you don't want to keep wondering what could have been, you know? So I, we have the conversation and I'm like, okay, talk to them. Let's make a decision, see what we can make happen for me. Uh, they have the conversation. He says she took it well. Granted, one of our managers had left for training that week. So like, we just want to wait for her to get back and make the decision as a team. Great, perfect. Totally understand you know, I had really high hopes and was putting out really positive energy out there. Try not to keep my sole focus on that, though, because I had other things I needed to prioritize. And so the other manager gets back. I'm not really hearing much. And I finally got the courage to talk to her and be like, hey, have you all had that conversation? Like, is, is this happening for me? Is it written in the stars? And she was like, I haven't talked to anyone. So she goes and lets the general manager know what I had said and 
right back where we started, guys. Yeah, we can move you up to service assistant. We have to do things the right way. And crushed my spirits. Like, I was in such a down mood after that. Like, it's a it's a blow to your self-esteem when you feel like you've been putting your best out there and all they can give you is the bare minimum. And you watch other people do them so dirty and you just have to take a back seat to that and it's like man if I was in that position that would not be me they know me why aren't they you know making things happen for me so at this moment it's just kind of a constant struggle and I feel like I'm just not being heard at all like I'm not being heard I don't feel heard like I'm essentially just frustrated at this point uh I'll definitely have to keep you guys posted out there and see like what happens right now I think they're just trying to get more people in and explore other avenues and whatnot but yeah it's it's been a struggle since I've started there uh I'm sure a lot of you guys at this point are wondering why not just quit I tried and other places are just as bad and uh it's just it's just a battle the service industry as a whole Food and beverage especially, ah, I'm over it. I'm over it. <laughs> I can't wait to uh, get started on my career and do things with what I'm actually studying for. Um, so a few questions I have for you guys that maybe you guys can give me advice on is, should I keep fighting this battle? Is this something out of my hands? Like, I don't know. Like, I want to keep kind of pushing for it but I don't know if it's something worth moving forward should I just let them come to me with other opportunities should I seek opportunities elsewhere it it's an everyday struggle I don't give all my attention to it because it is really draining to think about and really confusing but here we are but to not keep you guys any longer either because I know I like to ramble and my story times get really really in-depth I just want to thank you guys for listening. If you've made it this far, again, thank you for bearing with me. Uh, Like I said, it is a learning process. And I'm only on the second episode. So if you guys have any recommendations or things of that nature that you want to express or share with me, by all means, I'm an open book. I love to learn. And anything that can essentially make this a better experience for you guys, the audience, is all green flags in my book. Uh, Be sure to follow me on twitter and instagram at heard the podcast and you know i'm releasing episodes every friday so be tuned for that and i'll see you later heard heard remember you are truly heard